Hi, friends. It's Dine Peace here. Uh, we were about to release this episode when we heard the news about Anthony Bourdain. He was a huge influence on what we do and touched our whole generation. Expect us to speak more about this in the next episode. Until then, here's this week's episode in full. You always have been and will continue to be an immense inspiration. Rest in peace, Tony. Hey, friends. I go by Chavid Ding. Yo, fam. I'm Dine Peace. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. If it ain't shabu, we ain't hot potting. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 19. In this episode, I recap my recent trip to Barcelona in the UK. We got the juicy bits, including Uncle Snoop setting a new world record, a carb-loaded themed sauce and on you with special guests Arlen and Mel of Concrete Runners, and more. Episode 19, in at five minute. Yeah, yeah. Hold up, bitch. Sit down. Be hungry. Sit down. Be hungry. Hey, Frito Cutie Pies. <laughs> it's a bunny. <laughs> uh, that's just too good. We just bought some stuff to make Frito Pie. <laughs> yeah. But hey, your inspiration's right in front of you sometimes. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 19. This is Javid Dang. This is Dine Peace. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here, Javid. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks. Thank you, Archie, aka Dubs1, aka the mayor of Long Beach, for bringing back a Prince's t-shirt. Prince's, again, referring to last show, right? Yeah. So uh, Prince's Nashville Hot Chicken, number one chicken of the world. Yeah. Or uh, Hot Chicken of Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have the best hot chicken. So by default, that means it's the whole world, kind of like the World Series yeah, for baseball. Yeah, who's gonna have better Nashville hot chicken than not Nashville? In Nashville? Yeah, you're right. You're right. right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so shout out to you. I've got a shout out to our friends in the group chat. Um, Paul, Samira, Esteban gave me some really good Barcelona recs. Sorry, I jumped the gun. What have you been up to, Dine Piece? Um, so you know how I rarely go to First Friday because I have to cross the bridge. Hey, also, it's, a good, it's a good cross. Also, you weren't here. So usually if I'm going to cross the bridge, I need to do staycation <laughs> at your place. <laughs> That's very true. I'm glad you ventured out there without needing that. How was your First Friday experience? <laughs> it was fun. I had a great time. It was really packed. You know, hung out with cheat day homies. Hey, gang, gang. <laughs> so Jiggy and I. The dude. The dude. <laughs> and so there's a small, uh, I guess, restaurant right next to Camber called Catered to You. Jigs mentioned, like, you better buy some food because it's pretty rare that this woman's open. Oh. So I went in and then I was like, we're all like studying the menu. She's like, don't read the menu. I don't got that. <laughs> I don't got that. <laughs> I love it. So were you like, what do you got then? <laughs> she had basa catfish there was a third option so like a random guy that like didn't a, work with them like he was a like, wild card he was yeah, like this is what she has today and then so we were like hmm, we're gonna go at basa and she tells me no i'm out <laughs> i was like all right i'll get catfish then yeah <laughs> so first right it was really nice weather so there's a lot of folks out and so they were getting a line and i think the person behind me was the last person oh what time was this about? Uh, maybe like nine. I oh, that's, nine, a, that's nine earlier than I would have thought you were going to say. Yeah, wow. it was nine. About, I'd say nine o'clock. Um, who knows what time she opens? I have no idea. Because I, I felt like the other woman helping her was very stressed out. Mm. And she was kind of like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we kind of waited outside. And then Jug and I decided to sing along to Destiny's Child Catered to You. Of course. But we couldn't. We didn't remember the words. So we were just like, like making the sound. <laughs> Hey, A for effort. Do not put me on the spot right now. <laughs> and uh, we came back and then I was checking to see where my food was. And she's like, are you Anne? I was like, yes. She's like, we're out of catfish. <laughs> I was like, what? And so she's like, I got pasta for you. And I was like, fine, I'll take it. I'm yeah. hungry now. From the start of it, she should have just offered you the plate and you just paid for whatever it was. I know. I was like, I'll take whatever. Deal with the workaround. I'm already waiting for food. Give me whatever you got. Yeah. 
I was really appreciative because it, so it's fish and chips. I gave you two sauces. One is ketchup for the fries. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a, a vinegar hot sauce for the fish. Oh, nice. Very light cornmeal batter. Um, I was going to say, I hope it wasn't tartar sauce. I'm kind of anti-tartar sauce. You know, I like it. I like white sauce. <laughs> I do for other settings, just not... All right, I'll get to that later. But um, yeah, I was really appreciative to just get this vinegar hot sauce. And then um, we sat with strangers and he had catfish and it looked oh, delicious. And, I, you, and his came after mine, so I was really confused. Maybe she forgot it like in the book. Oh, I, oh, I guess no I do idea. have one. Whatever. I want to go back and try the catfish. Did you, but you didn't trade pieces? No. If it was a stranger, we I would have. pretty off. much finished with ours, but oh. very happy I tried it. Um, I did go on to Yelp and look at what else they serve, but they have like a soft shell crab burger. Oh, I'm into that. So looks really good. Reasonably priced. They accept credit card. Go visit Cater to You. Ooh. Um, and I also did Entry Vep. You did. Gosh, two Saturdays ago at Trademark, and it's pretty successful. I sold out, so very happy about that. Fried chicken, easy. Banging out waffles was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like midway through, I was like, can I pretend I've sold out so I could stop guys? And they were like, no, finish. Stop being weak. Follow through. I was like, fine. So I was so happy when the last waffle was made. I was like, I'm done yeah, with Yeah, I think this. they ran out while we were there. You shouldn't have been there. But we were there. <laughs> let me let me recap. So Post Provolone and I, we were supposed to go on a trip to uh, Europe. Our flight, so I thought, was on Saturday, the day of your pop-up. So I was like, oh, that's really cool. You're having a yeah, pop-up. Like I'm not going to make it. You're like, I can't, I can't make, make it. it. That's, I'm bummed. So we went to, uh, it was out of Oakland. So we went to New Mumbai, shout out to them, ate there, about to go to the airport, got on BART. And I was like, oh, let me check if our flight's delayed. I was like, wait, where's our <laughs> flight? Oh, and I think shit. when you said that, like everyone's kind of shocked because everyone knows how meticulous you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised at myself. I was mad at myself. I wasn't even mad that I got one day less there. So my flight was actually the next day. And it was right before we exited the gate out of BART to go to the to tram to the airport <laughs> oh too. So because we were still in the BART payday area, we were like, let's just go to the pop-up. <laughs> so we went on the other side of the platform. Yeah, so I see like through this window, like yeah. you two rolling. I was like, wait a with, minute. With all of our luggage. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we expected the roasting to come on. And we already, it sucks too, because we're already full from having eaten at Numbai before that. But I still put down a couple bites of the pop-up and it was all very good. Yay, thank you. So the next day we did make it to Barcelona. We were kind of like, are you sure your yeah. flight's really tomorrow? <laughs> I quadrupled five times, <laughs> 10 times, checked it. But the next day was our actual flight and we did make it. So you got to spend one day in Barcelona and the rest of the trip in the UK, yeah. right? 24 hours in Barcelona. Sounds <laughs> romantic, doesn't it? It was food-wise romantic. We ate at like five different places. Again, shout out to uh, a lot of our homies in the group chat. Because I only had a day, I didn't want to do too much research because I didn't want to like pile up my list of too many places and then not have time to go to all of them. Through what they gave us was pretty much enough to suffice our trip. Um, so of course, it was my first time there. Same thing for August as well. Had to knock out like the usual stuff like tapas, paella, plates of jamon, all super good. I think the tapas experience that stood out to me the most though was a recommendation from Samira. Mm -hmm. It was called Kimet and Kimet, mm. which I wasn't sure if it was Kimet e Kimet because it was Spanish, but they specialized in like canned seafood. So like all those really cool cured in oil, cured in brine, uh, random seafoods you can't get here. Like we got cockles, which are like sea snails from Wales, mm -hmm. um, had some sea urchin, but which I've never had not fresh before. And that was like insane. Insanely good. Oh, how did they cure the urchin? I didn't see how they took it out of the can, but it came on like this bread tostada thing with like also tuna. Mm -hmm. And it was like a paler orange than like fresh uni is. And it was like sitting in oil? Yeah. Oh, and it was super okay. good. That was one of my favorite things I had there. Uh, the scallops there were insane. Yeah, definitely had my fair share of jamon, sardines. We killed a couple bottles of uh, wine throughout the trip. You wore lilac slippers? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunkenly FaceTiming you from our Airbnb while you guys are at Dolores Park. 
Um, I had just previously come from a cocktail bar that I got a, served to me in a bathtub. <laughs> yes. With a little rubber ducky. Yeah, which they let me keep the rubber ducky. That was pretty lit. Shout out to Ducks Bar. Got really full and then hopped over on a plane to uh, one of my favorite countries, England. What are your top four eats? Four eats from the UK or this whole trip? UK. UK. Um, one, I'll start with these duck burgers we had in Brighton. It's by the train station. It's a stall that I always see as closed. They're open for once. I had like a duck confit burger that was insanely good. I had one of my favorite fish and chip spots delivered, which I'd never done before because it was more out of necessity. Wolfie's, that place is insane. And also earlier in the week, I uh, went to London with Post and I took him to St. John again. Besides the bone marrow, which is again what they're most known for, the meal was completely different than when I was there last time. The best dish that they had, that was actually probably one of the highlights of the trip was this like eel. It was super simple. Like all the other dishes had a few more components onto them, but it was just like eel on top of mashed potatoes and a slice of bacon. Whoa, okay. And was like it, no fancy- the eel cooked? Uh, I have to check the menu again, but it was either broiled or okay. whatever, but it was like so refreshing because every time you get eel here, it's usually at a Japanese spot and it's drowned in teriyaki sauce. Yeah. And very like bony, like mm-hmm. those soft bones. Mm-hmm. This was like robust, like white fish meat. Interesting. I Tasted really fresh. No crazy uh, accoutrements on this dish, like no herbs, no sauces, nothing. It was just a Very pile simple. of mash, the fish, and bacon. Sometimes food that simple, you're like wondering why it's so simple, and then it made total sense that it was just really well done fish. And yeah, I have to say the best eel I've ever had. So shout out to St. John again. It's one of my favorite restaurants on the planet, and uh, I will go there every time I have the chance. So I think everyone needs to know that you guys ordered like eight oh, dishes yeah. for the two of you. And last time when you went, there was four of you. Yeah. And you ordered the same amount. Yeah. So yeah, we ordered eight courses. <laughs> so that's why you and Post Provolone are my friends. Yeah. Because you guys can throw down like that. The highlight probably of the trip was Sunday. Because it was August's first time, they were like, oh, the quintessential British thing to do is get a Sunday roast. So we rode bikes to do that. But then shout out to my friends, Eddie and Nino, Nino's parents, which is in the next over they're having this barbecue you have to come so we ended up getting this roast for like an appetizer <laughs> we ended up like ordering one a lamb one and just sharing it whereas uh-huh. usually you'd go and get your own and that was amazing it's it's the roast lamb assorted seasonal veggies crispy potatoes yorkshire pudding the whole thing gravy mint sauce oh so good and then we rode a little more to this town and uh shout out to nino's uh dad and his partner uh, asher and mitch they're gonna be listening now because they seem super hype about the show <laughs> Yo, they threw down like one of the best meals I've ever had abroad for sure. They just killed it. So right when we roll up to the gate, there's already beef short ribs like on the table. Sous vide like for hella long. Amazing. That was like first bite. And right when I walk in, there's like cucumbers and dill sauce to go along with that. There's like fresh pineapple and watermelon. And then as I'm getting there, they're throwing like this thick cut, almost like hybrid bacon pork belly on the grill. That was insane. After we had the pork belly, they threw chicken on, and then we go went to like walk around the farm fields around and while walking the dog with these saffron gin cocktails. Ooh. It was like out of it was like out of a movie. It didn't feel real. So we got to hike around with the dog with the cocktails. That was delicious. Came back, ate some grilled chicken uh, with fish sauce, I think, and lime, and then also had some local sausages. Oh, and the whole time there was this really good potato salad. I also forgot before we got there, there were like bites of like canapes with pates and stuff. They threw down and then they were like, it was just like a casual Sunday. What? That's <laughs> I, crazy. Oh my God. I couldn't even like fully dissect everything we had because this would take way too long of a show. But I was blown away with everything. They definitely so they, know food. That's what they, that's their spread every Sunday. Not because like 
you guys were there. No, because I don't think they knew like Nino and his friends Eddie were going to be bringing more friends. They're like, yeah, this is just the stuff we like to do when the weather's nice. Oh, wow. They live in like a super old like cottage in like this town that's a little bit of ways up from Brighton. Mm -hmm. The vibe was everything you wanted to be. We're blasting reggae out into the like the yard. Did you teach them about hyphy? Yeah, we played <laughs> Wait, Oh, did you see my story? We played hyphy music because they were very intrigued. You mentioned something that like August walked by and you were teaching girls about hyphy. Yeah, and they were very down. I love so it. So just know that hyphy music's getting out there. <laughs> Thanks to you, Jordan. No, <laughs> thanks to Spotify. I honestly have never had the desire to go, but like since we've been friends, you've gone a few times yeah. now, and it's made me more curious. And oh, we got to go. Maybe wanting to check it out. Oh, we got to go next time, especially like if they do Field Day Festival again too, because there was all there's another really interesting array of food there. I won't get fully into it. There's like a fully roasted pig they were doing there. I had that in a roll. We got to see uh, our boys corrupt. Yes, corrupt FM. So it was a very, very uh, complete trip. Nice. And I'm still very, very, very full. So I'm looking forward to salads for a little bit. Except for today, because I think we might get pizza after this. <laughs> it is now time for the Juicy Bits. This is where we talk about food news that you and your stomach need to know about. What do we have this week? So first, <laughs> first one is from Food Beast. KFC is testing vegetarian fried chicken, and they will still use the Colonel's secret spices. Ooh, the 11 herbs and spices? The 11 herbs and spices. I would try it. Did you already know that, Jordan? What? The 11 herbs and spices. What? A, like, the, that, I, that, that, I, that's their thing? I, yeah, that's like one of their biggest like advertising things. They they, know, they make sure you never... Forget. I know, we're Popeye's gang, but yeah, still, Popeye's, gang. Popeyes is not doing anything newsworthy this time around, which is why we're still talking about... What did you say? The colonel? The colonel. <laughs> I want to say the, the colonel, but it's the colonel. Yeah. Also, the designer to me, if you ever want to look at their logo, if you look at it weird, his bow tie looks like a little stick figure, and you can't unsee that if you look for it. Oh, man, you just ruined it. <laughs> I did? Good, because it's ruined for me, too. But what's not, not ruined yet, because they're still testing it, are these new vegetarian fried chicken chunks they're working on? Yeah, fried chicken. Probably more like tenders. I, I don't. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, how are you going to make fake bones? This is just in talks right now, so there's not a whole lot still... of information about it, but basically, it's trying to create healthier options. Um, they've created multiple meals that are under. 600 calories and their plan is to put this in action by 2020. Yeah, and it says that the recipes are still in very early development stages and like you said, UK only. Interestingly, the US is not interested yet. The US that, is never going to be interested in this. I mean, I'm interested. Would you try it? I would try it. No, if I'm going to eat fast food, then I'm going to go fucking all the way. <laughs> <laughs> My curiosity would just be like, okay, let me see if I can still taste all 11 herbs and like, spices. When can you say ever that those like gimmicky things turned out really well? You're Better right. than their You're normal right. menu. But never would I ever add this into my like my regular rotation. It'd be like, okay, let me try it one time, see how it is. Mm. I'm more drawn to this than the double down because with the double down, I could already imagine what it tasted That's like. That's disgusting. Yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> I don't think I ever even tried it. And you know, like I'm not a huge fan of fake meat. Yeah. Like just I'm, don't eat meat. You're a vegetarian. Yeah. Vegetables. I'm more on the curious side because I mean, I enjoy other types of vegan food when it's done well like if seitan's done well i think it's good mm -hmm. so if it kind of goes along those lines you know like i was just in the uk i had like nuggets that were quotation marks wings that are fried and stuff and we were at a festival it was the shortest line so that's why i went for it and they still tasted really good nice i don't know i'm curious to see what happens i'd give it a try the next one is from pop sugar and the headline says yo trader joe's just released healthy hot cheetos and they are fire I'm interested with most of the words in that sentence. I don't like, care if they're healthy. If I'm eating hot Cheetos, I'm not going for health. So the bag kind of looks like, what's that like super hot ghost pepper oh, chip challenge? Oh, uh, Pocky. Pocky chip, yeah. It looks 
pretty similar to it. Because it's grungy. I mean, it's just like super black and red. And if I like glanced at it quickly, I would think it was a Pocky bag. Mm, I see what you're saying. I do like the alternative in Trader Joe's fashion name they have for them. Spicy Cheese Crunchies. I like it. Yeah. It's very on brand for them. I haven't noticed this, but I also haven't been looking at it like the chip aisle in Trader Joe's. So I don't go to Trader Joe's as often as some of our friends. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Post Provolone and Paul. But um, (laughs) Average Joe's. Yeah. In our group chat, they often review Trader Joe's products. Yeah. I mean, we are very big fans of the product they're copying. I mean, have you had their Cheetos Uh -uh. at Trader Joe's? It's pretty good. They're pretty good. So for some reason, they do taste healthier. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's the placebo maybe of maybe, being a Trader Joe's maybe. bag. I have no idea. You know, this kind of also makes me think about tying back the person that's getting the documentary featured about their life, the inventor of Hot Cheetos. Oh, yeah. Maybe there's like a sequel where he like has to combat this or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Where he's as like, like protect his legacy. <laughs> Like and a superhero his, movie? Yeah, or he has to save Cheetos. he has to save his his product from imitators. But which would be hard though, because Trader Joe's got a lot of fans. Yeah, especially since there's like a lot of like turmeric fans right now. <laughs> I mean, trust they're so me, hot right now. The, yeah, turmeric fans are so hot right now, especially in dentistry. There's always like patients that come and are like, "What do I do about these stained teeth?" I'm like, "Take turmeric pills." Yeah. They're like, oh. Although turmeric itself is pretty stained. Like every time I cook with it, it's just yellow everywhere. Well, yeah, that's why like people are drinking a lot of turmeric tea so it stains their teeth. And I was like, the alternative is just take a turmeric pill Mm. and you still get the health benefits. Anyways, the coloring for these Trader Joe's Cheetos, it's not red dye. They use paprika and turmeric. So I think folks will be all over that. Yeah. I do love reading like the random numbers in accordance to the food dyes that the labels say though. So I would miss that with this product. So I'm going to miss red number 30 or whatever number they have. So yeah, one serving is going to have 130 calories. And it says, now what are you waiting for? Wait wait a minute though. No one ever has one serving that's listed on the nutrition pack. Like I how always, many chips is one serving? It's probably like five chips. You know how they always list we'll get it? Back. We'll, we'll yeah. get back and answer this because I need to know. I don't listen because I don't care. It's 130 calories and it says, now what are you waiting for? Run to Trader Joe's and get your, fin- get your fingers dusty. <laughs> or eat them with chopsticks like I do sometimes or my do mom you, taught me. Do you really? My mom taught me to do it sometimes. I've my always like, messy. thought about like, oh, that makes sense. But I like licking my finger. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> or admiring your stains later because it shows your accomplishment. <laughs> If you've had them before us, go try and let us know. If not, we'll go find some in the meantime. All right. So this last one is from New York Daily News for an event that happened here in Napa. Yeah, I was saying, or this could have just been word of mouth because it was nearby where we are. True, true. So Snoop Dogg breaks Guinness World Record for the largest gin and juice. I'm so happy about this. So um, at Bottle Rock, him, Warren G, and Top Chef winner Michael Voltaggio brewed up a five foot tall Three, five foot three. Five foot tall, three foot wide gin and oh, juice. Oh, I read it wrong too. Gosh, stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> Clocking in at 550 liters, the concoction was made up of 180 bottles of Hendrix gin. And you guys, you guys need to look at Snoop's Instagram post. It's just a picture of them like just standing next to it. And Snoop's only comment is, Gin and Juice World Record. The enormous beverage was certified by Guinness Book of World Records and was decreed the largest paradise cocktail. I didn't know that's a paradise cocktail. I know. It's, it just sounds like a well drink. To me, it's always just been a Snoop drink. I yeah. Know. I love that they also have an umbrella in the cup. And the umbrella is like a normal umbrella. Oh my God. And the straw is like a PVC pipe size looking <laughs> thing. <laughs> 
It actually looks like the same body as Snoop's because he's so skinny. <laughs> That's true, too. They do have like that big champagne flute type glass. I'm curious to know what's like the next size. Yeah. Or if someone's going to try to break it or the article doesn't even really specify. How did they share it? Like, did they have everyone come up and like get a scoop of it or like a, like a punch bowl <laughs> or everyone comes in and gets a sip and keep walking? There's another post where he's holding the certificate and it says in my at DJ Khaled voice, another one. Which what do you so mean? Another what, one? what does he have another record for? Yeah. I mean, this is the one food or drink related item that he usually sings about. Or he has may have about. A, a record for something else. Maybe, but it's not as big of a record as his. So I don't know. Go for something else, Snoop. Go make some more shows with Martha we Stewart. We will return with what the other record is. Another. I think he means another one, another drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, it's that time. The most controversial bit on this podcast is called You've got to pick one to never have again. We have some very special guests with us this week. We have Arlen and Mel from Concrete Runners. Hi. Hey guys. Hey guys. Um, I'm Arlen. I'm Melanie. Thank you for being here, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Hey. <laughs> hey. So real quick before we get started, what is Concrete Runners? We are a Bay Area running crew. Uh, and I say crew because there's a difference between a crew and a club from where we come from. So yeah. where is that? Born and raised in San Francisco. So it's our city. Hey. So a uh, crew is, um, it's more like a family. Like a club is like, you know, you just sign up for gym membership. You're in and you're out and you're pretty much done but with a uh, crew like we vacation together we party together we, we rent cations we break bread <laughs> together we do everything together how convenient it must mean when you run cation you get to have a lot of carbs <laughs> yeah a little bit a little, a little bit? bit yeah well how convenient because that's uh what we have for you guys today to decide upon uh. <laughs> are you are you guys ready for the three items yeah, yeah, yeah. okay let's do it all right cornbread garlic bread and cheddar biscuits like from Red Lobster. Ooh. It could be anywhere. Damn. The only ones from Red, Red Lobster are I the only ones that matter. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. So we could change it Red Lobster Cheddar Biscuits because oh, any other biscuits don't matter. Which they do sell the mix in stores now too, I saw. I, I, I made it. it. I oh, no. Nice. It, it's good. Does it taste the same? It, yeah, it's good. So Arlen, should we start with you? Okay, what were they again? Cheddar biscuits, cornbread and... Garlic bread. Garlic bread. Damn. I mean, I love... Those cheddar biscuits because they're red lobster. Cornbread is kind of like that soul food, and I love my chicken and waffles. So, I mean, I gotta keep that. <laughs> no, I guess the garlic gotta go. I don't know. Ooh. Now, what do you think? Well, you made your answer. That's you locked it in. You, so, you, you solidified it. I mean, yeah. People might get mad at me. But Red Lobster is my favorite ghetto restaurant ever. Ghetto? <laughs> Gar- that's, yes, that's ghetto. But that's it's my favorite good. too. See, I'm saying so. And I really love the Cheddar Bay biscuits, especially in their lobster bisque. So we're going to keep that. And I love me some cornbread. I don't know if there's any more Marie Callenders, but I used to go to Marie Callenders just for their cornbread. <laughs> and it helped that my friends worked at the one at Ceremony, so I got it for gang, free. Gang, gang. Gang, <laughs> gang. Crew, uh, crew, crew. <laughs> so I'm going to say garlic bread. Reluctantly. Two for garlic bread. Yeah. Damn. All right, Ann. Cheddar Bay biscuits, even though I don't have them often, I'm not going to not ever have them again. 
cornbread I do love, but not like to the point where I can't not have it. And garlic bread has to stay for me, especially recently. One of my coworkers, she introduced adding dill to garlic bread. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> it's so good. David, you've had it. I've had it, and you really hype it up every time we're anywhere near making this as well, too, so I know. Yeah, I love dill garlic bread. Um, so cornbread's going to go for me. More often than not, the cornbread is just not as good. There are a lot of dry ones out there. Yeah, so I've had more dry ones than good ones. Okay, that's fair. Well, for myself, even pre-dill era, garlic bread has always been there for me, so I will continue to always be there for it. <laughs> <laughs> Because even when it's bad, it's pretty good. So that's why garlic bread is a definite stayer for me. It's one I've had the most often and it's familiar. Plus garlic is one of my favorite flavors on the entire planet. So I could just eat mostly garlic and then only a little bit of bread. Garlic bread stays. So that leaves cornbread and cheddar biscuits. I think it's a very split sauce in this time because uh, I'm actually dropping the biscuits. I figured you would because when we do talk about uh, Red Lobster, you're not that excited. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go as much as a kid. We didn't really have one close to my neighborhood. You had to go all the way up to Arden. Shout out to Flan's neighborhood, Ajace. But um, we didn't really have one. And also it was one of those like, my family was like, if we're gonna spend a lot on a meal, we're gonna spend it elsewhere. So I never got that same nostalgia for them as I have these other items. Cause I'll agree with you. Cornbread is second because while I love it a lot, I have had a lot of bad ones, but it makes every good one like amazing. Cause usually it's dry and crumbly, but when it's like really moist, and like the honey just kind of like seeps into it and sometimes there's those little bits of actual corn in it and usually it's soaking up like the vinegar sauce and the collard greens are next to it, the juices, then like that's when it's the best. And I can't get the same thing with the cheddar biscuits because there's only really one real setting you're having them. And if I'm getting biscuits at a soul food place, usually they have cornbread as well and I'm gonna go for the cornbread. And the only other time really is like a biscuits and gravy type situation. And at that point you're losing the biscuit because you're really just using, using it as a vehicle for the gravy. So yeah, my bad, the Cheddar Bay Biscuit's gotta go. <laughs> more for us. <laughs> I'll take them. You can follow Concrete Runners on Instagram. We have a Facebook. We have a Twitter. We also have our website, ConcreteRunners.com. You can see what we're doing every other Tuesday. We have a Track Tuesday where we do track workouts. And then every Thursday until October, we have Thursday Night Flights, which is all over the Bay Area. Nice. So if you guys ever wanted to feel a little bit less guilty about your uh, carb intake, <laughs> come, come run through. With us. And we have all levels, so please don't be scared. All levels of running or all levels of carbs? Both. Okay. <laughs> What's your guys' favorite carbs besides the, the breads we just went over? Ooh, I love french fries. Oh, I do too. But mm, is that, like, what's the proper carb loading before a run? Usually mm. pasta. pasta. People will think about pasta. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say my guilty pleasure is bread. Because for Lent, I gave up bread one year and it was the hardest thing ever. And I gave up meat and I was like, eh, mm. whatever. I have to agree. I'm kind of with you on the bread thing. So thank you for being on, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Run with us. Please run with us. Well, this is the end of our show today. It's been real. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We appreciate all the love and support. Follow us on Sit Down Be Hungry on Instagram. Um, we have a website, sitdownbehungry.club. Club. 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 I like just saying club every time. <laughs> Subscribe to us and hit like. So, what do you got coming up? I mean, I guess I don't like to sleep anymore, but Yeah, I, I noticed that. <laughs> well, wait, do you still have 90210 to watch? No, I finished that a long time ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, right now, I'm, I'm catching up on Law & Order. Oh, okay. Is it very heinous? <laughs> yes. Okay. 
That's just my favorite word from that series. Shout out to Lena real quick because she is in New York right now for work and she called an Uber and somehow a police car picked her up. Whoa. I don't know why, but she was like, I feel like I was on Law & Order Live. <laughs> <laughs> that was what she said. A Saturday Night Live and Law & Order crossed over, so it's Law & Order Live now. I guess so. So ridiculous. But anyway. Whatever, yeah. I was like, whatever. This is a food <laughs> podcast. What food things do you have coming up? So this Saturday at Harmonic Brewing in Love the Dog Patch, place. I'm going to do my first pop-up there. Wow. Um, Man, DJ Khaled voice again. Another one. And another one. Another one. <laughs> this is inspiration from the Ugly Delicious episode in Houston and Crawfish. It's uh, the Viet Gen episode. But I mean, realistically, I've been doing ant boils for a while now. And so... I missed, I've missed every single one. So I'm excited that I'm in town for this one and I'm not going to be missing a flight. I assure you, before the summer ends, we'll have a proper amp oil and you have to be there because that's different. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's more special. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to do Vietnamese Cajun food at um, Harmonic Brewing. It's family friendly. Dogs are allowed. Is there an outdoor eating area? Kind of? Uh, no, there's, 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 there's no there. benches. Yeah. Okay. I've drank beers there many a times and yeah. our friend Marvin has done his pop-up there numerous yeah, times as well. It's a pretty big space. Um, yeah, come hang out. Uh, we'll be serving starting at 2 and then... Get there uh, soon because it's going to sell out. Yeah, so it technically ends at 8 but I anticipate to sell out. I did just buy 50 pounds of shrimp. Yeah, and Frito Pie stuff. <laughs> yes. But yeah, um, you can uh, hit up Anchoy Bep on Instagram. And yes, I would really love it if you can RSVP if you can make it. I'll be there. Buy me a beer or something, please. Okay. Yay. Oh, and you got something else going on too. Oh, you can't go to this, huh? It's my sister's birthday. She's oh, listening. Yeah. So Hi, she... happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and also on this Sunday, um, Flan and I, we're going to hang out in Soma and we're going to visit, uh, it's called the Rooted Recipes Project. So it's a project that brings together four culinary artists, experienced producers, Kim Borrell, Joseph Nantanavan, Eileen Suzara, and Tui Tran to create a regenerative afternoon of conversation and storytelling over a shared meal. Specifically, Filipino, Lao, and Vietnamese food traditions. Tickets are still available. It's going to be at Somart's Cultural Center, 934 Brandon Street. Starts at 1 p.m. You can go to rootedrecipes.brownpapertickets.com. Better get on uh, that. Yeah, get on it. Tickets are available. So yeah, come out and say hi to us and... We'll definitely, you know, put this on the our stories for whatever we can. And uh, yeah, so thank you again. Thank you to our guests. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. See you next time. I'll be eating a lot of salads in between all this recovering in the meantime. She was going to go back to being a fauteuil. I still am one, just not when I'm on holiday. <laughs> Calm down. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> in it, fam. In it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing another one. <laughs> <laughs>